brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of 580 WCHS, its employees, or WVRC Media. And a very pleasant good morning to you. You're listening to Ask the Expert, WCHS, The Voice of Charleston, one of our rare Friday shows that we have these days, and that must mean that it's time for West Virginia Eye Consultants to be in the studio. They've been taking up some of our Friday slots recently, and I'm uh, looking forward to having them in studio. And welcoming back an old voice and an old face to the radio this morning, Dr. Chris Stansberry from West Virginia Eye Consultants is joining us here this morning. Dr. Stansberry, good morning. How are you doing this morning? Morning, Cape. Oh, I'm sorry. It's this one. I should have told you that before we even got on the air. I apologize. Morning, Cape. Great to be here again. It's uh, It's been a while. Great to see your face. Great to be in studio with you. Yeah. I'm so busy uh, catching up, I forgot to tell you which mic to talk into. I apologize for that. <laughs> so it's a silver one. We'll, we'll go off of that. So Dr. Stansberry is here. For those of you that have been around for a long time listening to WCHS and Ask the Expert, uh, Dr. Stansberry was on uh, for a long time, a few years ago, um, has been off the air for a little while now. But over the last uh, course of the last couple months, we have been uh, running a program here with West Virginia Eye Consultants and the different doctors with the different disciplines and the, uh, and, uh, the specialties that you can find, the technology that's ever-evolving in the medical industry, including the that uh, the things that we can do with your eyes, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit this morning. So we encourage you to give us a call. Of course, you're listening out there. You can call this morning at 304-345-5858, 345-5858. You can also text over any questions that you have to 304-935-5008. You can find out more information online. It's wv-i.com. That's wv-i.com. Located down here in uh, Charleston at 501 Summer Street, their phone number is 304-343-3937. That's 343-I's. However, um, you're neighbors to me now. I live over in Canal City, and uh, for less than a year now, you've had a location over in Canal City. Yeah, we're, we're very fortunate to have opened another location there and uh, brought on a new surgeon in the practice uh, with part of that acquisition, Dr. Brian Griffith, uh, fantastic young surgeon, uh, excellent uh, bedside or chairside manner, if you will, 
And uh, just a, it's been a great location for us so far. We're excited to be in Canal City, and it's really expanded our opportunity to reach folks here in the Valley. So you have uh, Canal City and uh, downtown Charleston, of course, Beckley Point Pleasant, uh, Ripley and St. Albans. So uh, you have a lot of locations, man. Uh, that's, that's good stuff. Yeah, and I go to four of them. So we're, we're quite busy. We travel around and uh, see patients all over the place. So it's fun. Th- this is your opportunity. If you've had a question that you've been wondering about, then what, we, what I find to be very useful on this show, if you're somebody that maybe several years ago checked in, to a certain uh, issue that you were having or a procedure that you were wondering about and you weren't quite comfortable with it at the time for some reason or maybe you didn't like the technology involved or the cost or something like that, it's a pretty good opportunity to call in and find an update on what your situation might be because things are ever-evolving in the medical industry and uh, you have an, an opportunity to take advantage of some of these cutting-edge things. Nice thing about Western Eye Consultants with Dr. Stansbury talking about the different surgeons and doctors you have, you have people that are always continuing education. So you're always kind of on the, on the cutting-edge no pun intended, of, uh, of, uh, of exactly the type of uh, tools that you have in your toolbox for patients. Yeah, we really try to stay on the leading edge of technology, and uh, some of the things we're going to talk about this morning are just that. And all of our docs are very interested in uh, you know progressive medicine, staying on the cutting edge and staying uh, ahead of the curve sometimes, if you will. So it's some neat stuff going on. I've been in practice now for about 20 years, and it's amazing to see the progression in technology in the industry, and there's always new things coming out. So it's it's an exciting time to be in eye care. It's one of my favorite things to talk about when I when I have doctors that are on the program is, is just how much uh, technology and science is changed over time because it that's uh, uh, one of the, the places that as uh, as as technology grows and as our understanding of the body and medicine and things like that I mean that legitimately changes uh, the the future of humanity I mean uh, you know people can see now for, I mean I mean just eyeglasses in general when when they, they those came about and then you think about the progression from eyeglasses to where we are today those are life-changing quality of life enhancements that uh, weren't available depending on the, what you're talking about 10 years ago, 30 years ago, 50 years ago, 300 years ago, but still these are all things that are they're improving the human condition. Yeah, it's amazing when you have folks that haven't had good correction, you know, haven't had access to good glasses or some of the uh, contact lens technologies that we have for certain corneal conditions and they can see really well for the first time. Uh, it's amazing the reaction you get from them, young and old. I mean, it's exciting to see folks seeing well for the first time and the, the excitement and the emotion that they have behind that. So that's one of the things I love about my job is getting to help, you know, people see all the time and seeing that emotion, seeing that gratitude and that, that excitement in the faces of my patients. Dr. Stansberry's given us a, a bunch of great stuff we're going to talk about this morning that, that's uh, maybe some newer procedures, some things that are available out there that you're not aware of. However, we have a call right off the bat this morning. has a question for Dr. Stansbury. That's Bill that's on the line this morning. Hey, Bill, good morning. How are you doing this morning? Hey, good morning. Good morning, everybody. I was wondering how much it costs for basic LASIK-type surgery for um, astigmatism and nearsightedness. That's a great question, Bill. Thanks for calling in. Um, we've got several different packages available and several different technologies that we use in the practice to correct people based on what they do for a living, the types of prescription that they have, that sort of thing. The general ballpark is between $2,000 and $2,500 per eye. So the best way to find out what you need and what would best benefit you is to come in. We can do a consultation for you in the office. One of our surgeons will meet with you and discuss all the procedures that are available. And then we can sit you down with the uh, surgery counselor, and she can break down all the, the costs and the financing and what's, uh, what's available out there to help you get this done. Okay. Is it generally covered by insurance, visit insurance? Unfortunately, most medical insurances don't cover it. They consider it to be cosmetic. Uh, we do work with some of the insurance plans to provide a discount. But, yeah, most of them, unfortunately, don't have a laser vision correction benefit anymore. Okay. Have a good day. 
You too. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. Bill. Thanks for your phone call. Appreciate that. That leaves a phone line open for you at 304-345-5858. 304-345-5858 if you would like to get in and talk to Dr. Stansbury this morning. Thank you again, Bill, for that question. So let's talk about some of the things that uh, you've prepared for this morning because I'm, I'm pretty excited to talk about these. We want to talk about several things that can help with uh, dry, eye, uh, dry eye treatment and other things. Um, you gave me a pamphlet to start with that, that uh, talks about dry eyes as well. So let's go ahead and start off with dry eyes. And clinically, as far as diagnosing with dry I get dry eyes sometimes, but when does it become a problem where you have dry eyes? So dry eyes is one of those things that, you know, some people are even asymptomatic dry eye sufferers, meaning they come in and they're mm. not complaining about dryness. Maybe they're complaining about fluctuations in their vision or difficulty seeing, fogginess, you know, haziness, that sort of thing. And we always ask about symptomology. Are you having dryness, burning, itchy, scratchiness, anything like that? Sometimes they say no, but we look at the eye and can clearly say that they are having some issues with tearing and, and not tearing enough and can begin treatment at that time. And really, you're better off to begin treatment when your symptoms are mild than to wait when they're really problematic because as the symptomology increases, sometimes it's more and more difficult uh, to get that under control. So if you have the slightest amount of symptoms, you're better to address it early. So it is progressive. It can get it can get worse over time. It does progress, and uh, and people do have sometimes very severe symptoms with dry eye disease. And uh, so again, you're better off to address that early. What what uh, you said? Some people can be asymptomatic. As far as somebody might be out there that are worried that maybe they are suffering from something that's more than just you know the occasional seasonal dry eyes for some reason or another. What are some of the things that they might uh, be aware of them themselves that would be worthwhile to check out with a doctor. The yeah, biggest thing is, uh, you know, with the modern age and all the computer use and digital device uh-huh. use, uh, we find that, you know, people are struggling more and more with that because they've done some studies and they found that blink rate decreases by about a third when you're staring at electronic devices. Oh. And so if you're on a computer, if you're on a uh, cell phone, watching TV even, uh, your blink rate goes way down. You start to stare more and the tears begin to break up and evaporate pretty quickly sometimes and that can leave the surface of the eye exposed to the air. And that's when damage begins, when you get that surface exposed to the air it begins to dehydrate and damage the tissue and so people first notice this a lot of times when they're doing those day-to-day tech things at the office you know they say by the end of the day my eyes are tired they're burning they just feel run down and wore out and a lot of times it's dryness related because they're just not blinking enough and so we'll institute some artificial tears at that point to try to get them through the workday uh, or something more significant like prescription dry drugs or or other types of therapies to help them at that point it, what has changed as far as uh, I, I see that there's uh, technology that's uh, evolved to help with dry eyes. What has changed between what you have available to you now in your toolbox and maybe somebody that was suffering from this 10 years ago or something like that? What are some of the options that are available for folks? Yeah, we've had some really exciting developments. You know, when I first came out of practice, into practice 20 years ago, uh, we had artificial tears. We had one prescription dry medication that we frequently used. We had, you know, warm compresses with hot wash gloss and that sort of thing. So fairly limited uh, scope of treatment there for dry eye disease. Uh, but in the last 20 years, we've really seen a rapid development of it just because there are so many dry sufferers. I mean, millions of Americans suffer with dry eye disease and you know, millions or more are probably out there undiagnosed. So it's a huge problem. Uh, but now we have the ability to use several different prescription dry medications that actually increase tearing. Uh, we have things like um, you know warm compress masks that you can heat in the microwave. They're reusable. They maintain that heat for you know ten to fifteen minutes versus a washcloth. You know when the heat's gone in just a few minutes. And now the most exciting technology that we're doing is uh, IPL or intense pulse light therapy, and uh, that's using light energy to actually help improve uh, the tear chemistry and improve the uh, dryness on the surface of the eye. How does that work? So so this is something that uh, that's purely just light. I mean, uh, they use different types of light therapy to, uh, and that increases the ability of your eye to create uh, uh, the moisture. How does that how does that work? 
Well, a lot of times we run into tear quality issues. Uh, there are several different components to the tear film. You've got the mucus layer, which is on the surface of the eye, made by these little cells called goblet cells. Then you've got the liquidy part that everybody thinks about as tears. It's made by the lacrimal gland up behind the eyebrow. And then there's actually an oily layer on the surface of the tears that helps to prevent evaporation. And that's made by these little glands in the eyelids called meibomian glands. And unfortunately, a lot of times those things will start to get congested. They'll no longer make nice, clear oil. It gets thick and pasty. And and eventually they start dying off. And those meibomian glands we found are critical to the production of a good quality tear film. And so that's where IPL really steps in. IPL helps to rejuvenate those meibomian glands, helps to restore their function, improve the quality of the uh, oily output. And that really enhances the quality of the tear film, reduces evaporation, reduces dry symptoms. Uh, but there's a lot of other great things that come along with IPL. And that's one of the things we're most excited about. The technology that we're using in the office is called Luminous OptiLite, and it was the first FDA-approved IPL for dry eye. And that was one of the issues with IPL before. It's been around for a while. People have been doing dry eye treatment with it off-label, but this is the first labeled IPL device that we can use to treat dry eye in the practice. Interesting. And, and I have to say that uh, it's not very often that you get a, a uh, pamphlet on a type of uh, procedure and it has many more on it. I mean, so, I know. She's she, a believer. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that that's somebody, a celebrity that probably uh, had a uh, had a beneficial treatment from it. So this is something that uh, somebody that suffered from uh, dry eyes in the past and maybe that's something that they were continuing to do. Is this a treatment that's worth examining for them as something that, uh, that might help them that uh, they're getting better relief from than uh, previous solutions? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people, if they've had dry for a while, they've explored a lot of the existing treatments, the artificial tears. They're sort of a Band-Aid. They provide extra lubrication, help to reduce your symptomology. They're not really fixing a lot of the components of dry eye disease. Same thing with doing those warm compresses and the masks and that sort of thing. Not really getting to the root cause, helping to you know provide palliative relief, relief of symptoms, but not necessarily reducing uh, your dry eye disease. And so IPL has given us an opportunity to really start to reverse the course of the disease uh, to improve the tear quality and really help to improve quality of life. Uh, all of these are great things, and, and the quality of life thing is always the thing with um, uh, when talking to doctors and, and folks in medicine that I think that sometimes, maybe my previous understanding or the way that I thought about things before I really started talking to people and engaging in conversations about things is I almost considered health, instead of a spectrum, more like a binary thing. It's like either you're healthy or not, either you can get this problem resolved or it's unresolvable, and there's really a spectrum in there. I mean, uh, in improving your quality of life, although you may not be able to take away a problem completely. If you're able to uh, manage it to such a degree that it improves your quality of life, that's well worth it. That's well worth it. It's not a binary solution. There is a progression, a spectrum on uh, the types of treatment that you can get. And that's what a lot of these technologies that that happen, they seem like breakthrough technologies, but really they've been incremental up until a point when they're approved and that you can actually use them. And these things are great for patients and for doctors alike. They are, and you can't uh, undersell that quality of life point. I mean, so many people come in struggling uh, with serious symptoms from dry eye disease, and they really want some relief, and they don't really care what it takes to get that relief. They're going to do it uh, because they are so miserable. I mean, it affects all aspects of their work and life outside of work and everything else, and so they are looking for help. Talk a few uh, a few other topics that, uh, that you sent to me. We'll take a break and come back when we have a, a whole uh, other roster of things that we want to get to. But one of the things that, uh, that one of your doctors educated me on one of our previous 
previous shows is we were talking about aesthetics around the eyes. And I think that this is another thing that, again, as a lay person, when you talk about aesthetics in medicine, a lot of time you're like, oh, that's the, that's the stuff that people get when they're, when they're too vain. When, uh, you know, when they, they need to have something done because, you know, they don't want to look like their, their age or whatever it is. But really aesthetics is such a broad category. There are, not that there's anything wrong with that. You shouldn't be judgmental of people regardless. But mm-hmm. there's also real medical reasons why you would have to have something done that's an aesthetic, that, that's, that it's an aesthetic thing. You could have weird hair growth that gets into your eyes or something like that that you need to have uh, laser removed or something like that. That's, I'm, I'm making things off the top of my head. But I've, I've really become much more, over over the years, I've become much less of a grump about those types of things and less judgmental, which is always good to be less judgmental about people. But there is truth to that. I believe that, that there are multiple applications, and, and a lot of them have medical, real medical, pra- practical use behind them. Yeah, it definitely crosses over from aesthetic to medical need in many cases. For instance, IPL, the system that we have, can also treat rosacea on the skin, and that's something that you commonly see on patients uh, on the cheeks, on the nose, on the area, uh, the forehead in between the eyebrows. Rosacea is uh, an abnormal collection of vessels very near the surface of the skin that is really creating an inflammatory environment. And so not only is it aesthetically unpleasing, people don't like that redness and everything that it gives their cheeks and nose and forehead, uh, but it's also not necessarily healthy. And so Mm. using IPL can help us address both issues. So with the luminous system, we can help to uh, reverse the course of rosacea, help to eliminate those unhealthy vessels near the surface of the skin, taking care of the redness, evening out the skin tone, but also helping with the long-term issues that come with rosacea. You know, I should have read the, uh, the, the notes a little bit more carefully because the thing that's surprising me here is that uh, these, other, these other things that we're talking about for treatments, so that, that this is all falls underneath the IPL category. So, so when we're talking about some, some types of uh, um, aesthetic treatments, that also uh, comes under IPL. Other things that you have listed here on uh, the preparation we're going to, that we were doing today, um, scars. It can help uh, uh, eliminate or reduce the visibility of scars, I guess, too, which also could be very uh, beneficial. Tattoo removal, man, that's such a great thing because who isn't young once, right? right. I mean, and who doesn't think that uh, getting that teardrop or whatever it might be might be the right thing to do or the little star or whatever. And then, you know, maybe you're a little older, maybe you have a grandkid or something and you're a little tired of that type of thing and you maybe they'll do something. I can't believe that this is such a uh, versatile technology that it can handle all these, this whole roster of things. That's impressive. Yeah, we used to do some IPL. We had uh, kind of a, a branch of our business called West Virginia Aesthetics, and we were doing some of that in our in our office before. Uh, but it was fairly limited in scope at that point, and the machine, the system was a lot more cumbersome. We had all these different hand pieces for treating different things. The cool thing about this luminous system is that it has different filters that insert into the same handpiece, and the filters are really what help you to customize the treatment based on what people are trying to take care of. Is it, you know, dark aging spots? Is it uh, fine lines and wrinkles? Is it hair in unwanted places, uh, scars, you know, rosacea, all those sorts of things? And uh, it's really cool because I have patients that come in and they have these dry eye symptoms and I said hey listen you know while we're here you've got the appearance of rosacea oh yeah I've been struggling with that for years you know well let's go ahead and work on that too oh wow we can do that at the wow, same time yeah. yeah absolutely let's go ahead and work that into the into the treatment so you know multifaceted benefits from this system that's really something else I hope you're learning as much as I am this morning you're listening to ask the expert this morning Dr. Chris Stansbury is here from West Virginia Eye Consultants more information online is wv-i.com wv-i.com is where you can go for all of that information located here in downtown Charleston with Summer Street phone number is 30- 
404-343-3937. Also over in Canal City, as far as local locations go, um, one in, in uh, St. Albans as well. But you can find all that information over at wv-i.com. What we're going to do now is we want to take a break. We'll come back. Uh, welcome to take your phone calls at 304-345-5858. If you have a question for Dr. Stansberry about the treatments that we're talking about this morning, or if you just have a question in general about uh, your eye health, some questions that you might have from uh, from uh, previous doctor's visits that you have, that uh, that you had uh, some follow-up questions on that you didn't get a chance to ask, or maybe a question you've just been sitting on for a while and haven't had the opportunity, you can give us a call this morning, 304-345-5858, 345-5858. I'm Dale Cooper. Dr. Chris Stansberry is here from West Virginia Eye Consultants. We'll be back right after this on Ask the Expert, WCHS, the voice of Charleston. Eating your favorite meal, smiling for a once-in-a-lifetime wedding photo, talking with your coworkers with confidence. There are many reasons why a healthy smile is important. Modern dental techniques make it easier than ever. Ever for you to achieve the smile of your dreams. Gareeb Dental Group is the Canal Valley's largest dental group with six locations ready to serve your family. Whether you need a dental cleaning or advanced cosmetic work, their highly trained team is ready to serve you and your family. More info at GareebDentalGroup.com. New River Health welcomes you to their premier site at the Gateway Center in Smithers, next to Valley School. When healthcare needs enter your life, consider Cindy Johnson for comprehensive care for adults and children of all ages, immunizations, physicals, and much more. Kids at Valley Pre-K-8 are welcome during the school day. New River Health at the Gateway Center in Smithers. For appointments, call 304-981-4983. At New River Health, we are proud of your confidence in us since 1978. Hey everybody, Chris Lawrence here, and we've been getting some great pictures for our Hoodoo Sports Trophy Photo Contest. Thanks for those, and keep them coming. Check out the gallery at the Outdoors page of WVMetroNews.com, and you'll also find a place to submit your pick of a trophy from one of your outdoor adventures. At the end of each month, from now through January, we'll draw randomly from all submissions for a great prize pack from Hoodoo Sports, and our grand prize will be a Hoodoo Sports kayak. So send along whatever pictures you want. We'd love to see them, and as always, if it's a trophy to you, it's a trophy to us. You're listening to Ask the Expert, WCHS, the voice of Charleston. I have a great conversation this morning with Dr. Chris Sansbury from West Virginia Eye Consultants. I encourage you to give us a call if you have any questions at all about what we're talking about or you have a topic of your own that has to do with your eye health. You can give us a call this morning at 304-345-5858, 345-5858. We've been talking about some of the evolving technology, some of the things that are emergent in, uh, in Dr. Stan, uh, Sansbury's uh, industry. If you have questions about anything at all, maybe it's even for a loved one or a child or a grandparent or something like that that uh, can't ask the questions, but uh, something you have observed and you want to ask, give us a call this morning or a text, 304-345-5858, 304-345-5858, or you can text 304-935-5008. One of the other topics that we're going to talk about this morning, uh, neuro-lynch treatments, and uh, and uh, the the kind of the, the, the sub-summary the of what these are, are things that can uh, help relieve symptoms with like headaches, um, uh, tired eyes, eye strains, different things along those lines. And so I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm, I'm inferring here because of this. Um, that's different from just the general type of things that you get like that, just from needing glasses. So there's a, there's an additional layer to that. Yeah. So you know, the glasses technology that we've had 
has been in existence for a long, long time. And they address, you know, basic issues like nearsightedness, farsightedness, astigmatism, presbyopia, which is that losing your close vision after the age of 40. Um, yeah, a lot of us are in that category. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they haven't addressed some of the really sort of quality of life issues, going to back to that kind of buzzword or buzzwords, uh, quality of life issues that people are having. And a lot of it, again, revolves around the type of work that we're doing in a modern society. We're on the computers, we're on the cell phones, and a lot of folks are having not just blurred vision but uncomfortable vision. And that's where these neural lenses really step in because people that have you know blur, we can correct that pretty easily with the age-old technology, but people that are having those symptoms, it's often more complicated than just nearsighted or farsighted. These folks have misalignments in their visual systems that are causing these symptoms, mm. not just you know the difference in the length of the eye or something like that. Um, so we address a lot of this based on symptomology. You know, p- patients come into the office, they fill out a questionnaire, and it's rating stuff on a scale of one to five. You know, do you have issues with dryness, dizziness, headaches, uh, eye strain, neck and shoulder pain, things that you wouldn't even think necessarily might be related to your eyes, but actually are. And so they, have, they go through that questionnaire, and then we actually run them on a piece of diagnostic equipment, the NeuroLens machine, and it actually helps us to take really accurate measurements of the positioning of the eyes. Are they aiming together where they should, or is there a misalignment in the visual system uh, that's creating some, you know, basically breaks down the visual system to the point where there's that strain, that fatigue that kicks in after a while. And so we take the questionnaire, take the information from that machine, and we say, hey, listen, you know, you've got a lot of these complaints. We've seen some real obvious misalignment in your visual system. This is where the neural lens can do something more than what your traditional glasses have done for you. Uh, And and that seems like something that... that it's so important, and we talk about you know your regular checkups, your doctors, and doing things like that, and and revealing your the symptomology as you call it, because there's a lot of this that does overlap just with somebody that needs needs glasses. And so if you're someone that that isn't seeing your doctor or isn't revealing that you have di- different problems, you could just think that that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, uh, you know, I uh, I know I need glasses. I have glasses, and well, it helps some, but I'm still I still feel eye strain. I still feel tired. Things like that. That's just the way it is with every glasses wearer, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you actually ask that question, you don't know that that's not true. You know, you may assume that everybody that wears glasses goes through the same thing, that they still feel that way after they're done, because people don't talk about that. You don't sit around and have coffee like, boy, ever since I got my glasses, I still have about 50% of my eye fatigue, but uh, most of it went away, so I guess that's manageable. You know, most people, it's you know, it's completely substitute. You, you don't have any effects, but you don't know that unless you ask the question. So having surveys and questionnaires and things like that where you can gauge a patient where they um, reside on certain scales is very important because because you're the one that can help them determine, hey, it's not just glasses that you need. We have some uh, other lev- uh, layers of problems here that we can address. That's right. And the NeuroLens design uses PRISM. And, of course, we all remember mm-hmm. learning about PRISM. Yeah. makes rainbows, splits light. I was t- or, teaching my daughter the other day about it. Yeah. yeah. So PRISM's been around for a long time, obviously. But the way the NeuroLens works is it has a graduated or contoured PRISM design. So it provides a little bit of PRISM where you need it to help realign the, the light as it's coming into the eyes. And then, you know, it gradually... Way, you know, fades away to where you don't need it, maybe at a particular distance. And so a lot of times what happens is people have a little bit of misalignment at distance and then a lot up close. So you don't need hmm. the same amount of prism throughout the lens. And so until neural lens, we really couldn't control how much of that prism people were getting. And I, when I talk about misalignments, people often say, well, I'm not wall-eyed. You know, I don't have one eye wandering off or one eye looking at my nose or anything like that. And I said, no, it's not that kind of misalignment. You know, it's a very subtle 
misalignment that, that creates that uh, disparity, that creates that uh, breakdown in the visual system. So, so that's something that somebody just looking at, for one, when you look at yourself in your mirror, you can't really see asymmetrical things anyway. You're so used to looking at your face. But it's not like something you could be like, no, I'm aligned. What are you talking about? Everything seems fine. I don't have, um, like you said, like the, like the big wall eye or something along those lines. Yeah. That's not what you're talking about. You're talking about things that are much more uh, subtle part of uh, the makeup of a person uh, and their physiology that you, that, that you can help determine and help uh, with those symptoms. It's not something that's necessarily so overt that it's like, oh, you definitely have some misalignment or a, I hate to use what the medical term is for like a lazy or whatever it is, but right. it's not something like it's not something that's so obvious like that. It's it's a little bit more subtle and under the hood. Yeah, somebody that has what we call strabismus, you know, where one eye is completely turned out or in, they may need forty diopters of prism. There may not be enough prism for them to have, you know, usable functional vision with that. These people are that are getting neurolens, they're getting one point two or point eight diopters of prism. Really small amounts, but it impacts them in a big way. I've actually had two neurolens patients come in this week who got them last year and they were sort of recounting how they have helped. Uh, the one young lady is a graphic design student and she was of course spending tons of time on the computer or putting pen to paper and she was struggling last year with a lot of eye strain and headaches and I talked to her about her neural lenses this time and she said I love them you know I wouldn't trade them for anything don't take them from me I said hey they're working we're not going to take it from you I promise <laughs> and uh, the other fellow came in and he said he was bumping into stuff all the time he said that you know his depth perception seemed off enough before he got those that he was actually you know feeling clumsy he thought my gosh I'm having trouble walking but it turns out that he had enough misalignment in the visual system that he was you know having issues with depth perception so it's interesting how it impacts different patients differently, but uh, all of them have said so far that uh, it really made a meaningful difference. If you're someone susceptible to things like migraines and stuff like that, having um, an additional layer of eye strain and neck pain and things like that on top of what you do, could that be either an accentuator or a trigger for, for uh, problems that you have with uh, migraines and other headaches like that? Yeah, it's certainly possible. I mean, we talk about triggers a lot with migraines. Some people know what they are. Are they noises, bright lights, sounds, you know, whatever. Um, could it be misalignment in the visual system? It's possible. Yeah. And so it's worthwhile checking out and at least going through the steps of, you know, doing the diagnosis and the office. Uh, what made me think about that, when I was a kid, uh, one, I don't have migraines much anymore. I might I might have had, in the last 10 years, I may have had like three. I mean, I just don't get them that much anymore. When I was younger, when I was in my early teens, I got like a lot, uh, maybe one a month or something or, or more. I mean, it was pretty bad, and I was seeing a doctor. That's right when I uh, started changing my prescription, and my doctor was convinced there was some sort of a trigger that had to do with my vision and, and how it was kind of bad and stuff at the time. I don't know that we ever necessarily got it fixed from that perspective, if, if that's what he thought. I think I kind of grew out of the migraines more than anything else, but I do wonder, and looking back at it, if maybe there's something going on, because I've always had a little bit fussy vision. I don't know. I mean, I've seen I've seen you. I mean, so I don't know if, uh, I don't know if that's necessarily what it was, but there might be somebody out there that has that type of uh, that type of uh, presentation worth looking into because you never know what can lead into the domino effects that causes different things and certainly eye strain and, and neck pain and things like that are things that we tend to I think kind of learn to deal with you know it happens all the time it's like that's just life and so I live with this eye strain I live with this neck pain and stuff that doesn't that doesn't necessarily have to be the case you probably should get that looked at right yeah and, and it's interesting that we talked about neck pain and shoulder pain people are like why would that have anything to do with your eyes right well, it's because people compensate. You know, when their eyes are misaligned, they will tilt their head slightly to one side or the other or back. Um, they'll sit in a certain way where their shoulders are hunched forward or back, you know, and they compensate for it unknowingly. Uh, but they make those adjustments. 
and the body is just you know misaligned at that point. And so you begin to get those pressure points and those uh, muscle spasms and everything else that come with that. And so it's it is going back to that domino effect. You know, all it takes is one little bit of misalignment and then a few hours of the computer, and then all these things sort of start kicking in. When my vision started changing, and and my vision had been basically the same since I was a uh, well, the, when I was talking about being a teenager, I hadn't changed my prescription much since then. I mean, it had basically been the same through my forties. Um, the pair of glasses I got from you seventy years ago or something, I think, is the ones that I had up until up until just recently. And um, and because my prescriptions weren't changing, and what I had found, what I is that the progressive loss of my vision or it, it changing in some way um, made it so I didn't notice it as much. And so what I, it finally dawned on me one day to watch TV sometimes or to, to, to change the channel. I, I have a big TV, but sometimes I'd have to get up and stand in the middle of the room to like to be able to make out the fine print on what it is that I was looking for. Um, even on computers and things like that, just like you were talking, I found myself compensating, like raising up to look or, or something like that and, and able to be able to, to see and focus the right way. And I realized that what I was dealing with was not Yes, it is just getting older, but it's not something that I had to deal with. I simply had aged through my, my, my prescription for my glasses. I really just needed to go get those things updated. And and it has been a quality of life. I mean, what percentage? I don't know. I mean, I'm fairly healthy, and it wasn't like I was blind, but I don't have to get up to change TV anymore. I can see the computer screen better. I can see my watch that's on my wrist a lot better and read my phone better. I mean, it's helped my quality of life even just that little bit. Yeah, and it's that gradual sort of progression that a lot of people don't identify. And it happens a lot because people come in and say, man, your vision's dropped off. You're only seeing 20, 30, 20, 40. And they're like, what? I feel like I see fine. And then we put the machine in front of them. So this is what you could be seeing. Like, Whoa, it's a big difference. <laughs> How did that happen? You know? And it's like, well, it's just that gradual thing. It sort of sneaks up on you. And uh, so you, you begin to compensate and, and deal with it in your own way. And then you get your new glasses and you're like, oh. So, you know, you mentioned uh, – earlier as far as folks that haven't been seen in a while or they thought they weren't a good candidate for something or right. they had a bad experience with something, whether that be contact lenses or glasses or you know laser vision correction or whatever, the best thing I can tell people is to get in and get checked uh, because there have been a tremendous amount of advances in contact lens technology, glasses technology, laser vision correction. And if you may not have been a good candidate in the past, doesn't mean you aren't at this point. So give it another shot. Come in and see us. Yeah, that, and, and that, I think that's uh, the, probably the, the the overarching theme that I have on a lot of medical shows is that technology does progress at such a at such a pace that uh, and standards change a little bit. Uh, the progression of care changes some. I mean, there's there's things that change over time, and it and it, and it may be kind of uh, over a long period of time. But if it's been five or ten years since you've been checked out for something, or even two years, I mean, it's worthwhile sometimes in doing those types of things. So if folks are, are struggling a little bit with their vision, whatever it might be, maybe they've seen a doctor before and they're not real happy with where they are. It is worthwhile maybe to uh, to uh, to give to give uh, Western Eye Consultants a call. Just get a follow up and explain all the problems that you're having, and maybe you can uh, get a little better resolution to it. Yeah, absolutely. And we pride ourselves on having all the latest diagnostic equipment and everything. So if you've got a problem that, you know, you feel like isn't being managed or if you feel like there's something going on that's undiagnosed, you know, it doesn't hurt to get a second opinion. I have patients of mine that want to go get a second opinion somewhere else and I say, hey, you know, absolutely, go for it. Um, I'm always happy to have somebody, you know, get double checked and rather than having something missed. So, you know, it's not going to hurt anybody's feelings if you want to come in and get yourself checked. Uh, at West Virginia Eye, we're happy to do it. Let me ask your opinion. We have like just a couple minutes left, and, and so I've, I'll take a minute to be uh, a little selfish here and hopefully help out some listeners as well. I told you that I have a, um, uh, a daughter. She's four, four and a half years old now. Um, she does a good job. She loves to play with, with tactical, th- with 
tactile things. Uh, she likes to play with things, but also we have, uh, until she starts enrolls in school next year, we've been doing um, uh, preschooling with her, and a lot of her learning stuff is on tablets and, and, uh, and things along those lines. She's brilliant at using them, as you could expect with mm-hmm. a four-year-old coming up in these days, especially basically a COVID kid that couldn't go anywhere for a while. Um, but my question is, is um, how do I kind of mitigate any potential future problems that she could have with neck position, eyes, things like that? I mean, we try to limit the screen time. We try not to keep her on it all the time. But, you know, there are there is schoolwork that's presented on there. There is some entertainment that uh, that we allow her to, uh, to to consume on there. And I worry about that all the time because although I'm a kid of the Internet age to some degree, I grew up mostly in the 80s, uh, late 70s, 80s. So I was into the Internet, but it was after I was already a teenager and, and phones and stuff wasn't a thing. So I do kind of worry. I see younger kids even today with kind of the crane neck and the like it's like you're always kind of leaning forward a little bit. Nobody stands with their shoulders back. I even have that problem. So I've been working on it for years to stand with my with uh, with my neck straight, and my shoulders back. I just worry about those types of things with her in the future. Are there any advice, or is that a legitimate concern? Do you see problems with things like that? Yeah, I do think it's a concern, and we're seeing data coming in now showing that myopia or nearsightedness is reaching epidemic proportion. So worldwide, there are more and more kids becoming myopic or nearsighted, and a lot of it is being attributed to screen time, just the amount of time that they're spending on electronic devices, either at home or at school. Um, you know, and, and again, you see the kids walking around; they've got that sort of head down posture where they're constantly staring at their phones. Um, you know, I mean, it's just it's habit forming, and kids are on them for school and for pleasure. So they're hard to get away from. So my advice would be to get a baseline with your eye doctor. You know, it's not necessarily too early at this point to have an eye examination. There are some uh, docs that do infant eye exams, and they, they're able to diagnose, uh, you know, large anti-metropia, which is like a lot of prescription early on, and put even young, young kids in glasses. Um, so definitely get a baseline with your eye doctor. Make sure that there's no undiagnosed nearsightedness or farsightedness that, you know, could contribute to vision issues. And then we try to, you know, limit screen time ourselves, you know, make sure the kids are taking breaks and make sure that you're not having, uh, you know, there's long periods of, of uh, screen time. Yeah, that, that I know that's a great advice, and I really struggle with it because she's um, she's uh, number one. She can figure out it. She figured out how to hack the parental controls. Uh, that's uh, she she can do math on her own. So you know, a lot of them have like the math thing, like you know, what's nine times three or whatever, and that ended up being way too easy for her. Uh, but now she also knows how to use a calculator. So if she doesn't know the answer, she'll just bring up her calculator and put uh-huh. it in. So I've had to limit a lot of things on hers. And so so just stop using the dang thing, honey. Yeah, uh, you've been listening this morning to to ask the expert, Dr. Chris Stan has been our guest. We've covered a gamut of talk. We just talked about kids and, and some of the problems that you might have with uh, with the screens there, but really we've been talking about uh, the various treatments and evolving technology for things like uh, 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 NeuroLens and for the for the Lumens treatment. Any of those questions we have, we've covered a lot of ground this morning. You can catch the podcast, wchsnetwork.com slash podcast. That will be up in about an hour or so. You can listen back to the whole thing. But of course, you can call West Virginia Eye Consultants. That's the easiest thing for you to do. It's 343-EYES, 304-343-3937, 304 304- 343-3937. You can go to wv-i.com for all the information that you need and call that number. All kinds of locations around the state of West Virginia. Here locally, you got Canal City, downtown Charleston we've talked about, and in St. Albans. Also locations in Ripley, at Point Pleasant, and Beckley as well. Dr. Chris Stansberry has been my guest this morning. Man, it's been great catching up with you and uh, having you on air again. And, uh, man, what an e- educational and informative show. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Well, thanks so much for having me, Coop. I enjoyed it. And uh, all of our docs are passionate about what we do. And 
And so I just encourage people to come in, give us a chance, and uh, we're happy to sit down and talk with you about these technologies. And if you're a good candidate, get you taken care of. That's great stuff. Dr. Chris Stansbury, once again, up next is going to be ABC News Local News, 580 Live with Dave Allen coming up at 906 and then Hoppy Kerchival at 1006 on Talkline. I'll be back at 3 o'clock this afternoon with Dave Weekly for Hotline. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and thanks again for Dr. Chris Stansbury from West Virginia Eye Consultants. Again, wv-i.com. Have a great day, everyone, on 580 WCHS. I'm Dale Cooper. This is 580 WCHS, the voice of Charleston. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.